Brilliant. So today for episode 28 of the Irish Iron Podcast, uh, sponsored by Elevate Injury Clinic uh, out of FBT Kulak, of course, ran by Dan O'Murphy, who is actually keeping, he's, he's still working, he's still working. Um, so anyone who mentions Irish Iron to him or kind of just mention you listen to the podcast and he'll sort you out with it little discount off the first uh, treatment for you. But uh, for anyone listening and not watching, uh, the first guest today is none other than Brian Carey, who also is a Masters competitor. But that being said, he's really fresh to the scene. Like, I mean, you only started competing, what, like four years ago or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, first show was 2017. Um, I, you know, the true story on, I tell people this and they don't believe me. I actually didn't lift a dumbbell until I was 34 years old. And that's a true story. I played soccer my whole life, you know. Um, I was very, very, very late getting into the scene. So I just actually got to know Brian Hickey. Actually was the one that sort of, that I kind of got an interest in the sport, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it was 2017 was the first show, man. Deadly. So like, what, what kind of like, like going into the football, did you play football at like a competitive level? Like, did you play for a team? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was quite, it was quite, we play, I played schoolboy football with Cherry Orchard um, and then played at various clubs then at senior level, but it would have been kind of high up in the Leinster Senior League, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was always a good standard. So, yeah, like soccer was, soccer was my main sport. And that was, that was me literally from when I was a kid till I was 34 when I stopped playing, you know. So, um, I had to plug the gap then somehow, you know, and yeah. started going to the gym. So, did you find did you find when you started off training, were you a good responder? Like, did you get strong fast? Yeah, I think it. Like, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of your other shows, and I would have had people say to me when I was playing soccer, "What gear are you on? You know, what are you taking?" I was always sort of a big lump, you know. I was a centre forward, so nobody liked marking me. So I was, I was always sort of a lump to begin with. And um, I think as soon as I started training and started actually lifting weights, although I hadn't a clue what I was down for a good two years at least, I responded very quickly. I could see that's what kind of, you know, grew the interest, I suppose, you know, because I could see the response coming quite quickly, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought, Jesus, I might give this a go. Yeah, no, deadly, man. And I, I suppose at that point, did you... Did you um you know, coming from football and everything like that, did you know what you were getting into or did you kind of just go in and, you know, just lead you down that path that you're on now? I hadn't a clue. I mean, you know, just like anything else on, I, I, I'm a competitor. I love to train and playing soccer at that was always competitive. So when you're, when you're finished playing something like that that you did for so long, you're looking for something, you know, to do so. When I got into the body, got into the training and the bodybuilding, um, I knew it was for me, but I didn't realize what was involved. I suppose after, you know, after a couple of years in the gym, or maybe less, I kept hearing about lads who competed, you know, that yeah. fella competes, this fella competes, and I was this, this intrigued me, you know, what's all this competing about? Competes in what? Bodybuilding, all right. So, you know, you start having a look at it, you know, and Brian Hickey came down to, um, Club Active Gym in Navin. He was doing a sort of a seminar, and I heard Brian speaking, 
And after that, I gave him a shout and said, Jesus, we're not going to do a bit of training with you. So, so Brian was the first person, probably around 2016, I went to Brian and Brian got me my first meal plan. Right. So bear, bear in mind, up before this on, I was still on breakfast, lunch, and whatever my missus put on the table, you know. That's not too long ago, by the way. So Brian was the first one to give me an actual meal plan. And, I, I, you know, after I learned about bodybuilding and I seen lads competing, I was determined then to tick that box and to do that show, you know. Certainly. So um, that led me to NABA in 2017. Yeah, and you did, uh, you did the first time as there, and how did you do in that? I... It was a disaster, <laughs> an absolute disaster. Um, but to be honest with you, it was a great experience, and that's what I needed, you know. Um, you know, I went in because I wanted to tick the box. But for me, like, it was almost like it wasn't a bodybuilding show. I thought it was an ab contest. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't a bit of muscle for me. I had, I, for me, it was like I have to have a set of abs, which I kind of had when I was younger. I said, I have to get a set of abs. So, you know, and me, my head wasn't, and Brian will tell you, like, Brian got to love him at a hard old time with me because if he told me to do an hour cardio, I did two. I thought overdoing everything was, was, was the best way to go. So... Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was one of them things, you know. So, but it was it was a great experience because I I still can't I still find it very hard to look at them stage. I don't know if you're like that, but I find it hard to look at some of the stage shots. I look yeah, at them I and I'm almost. I I I have um from when I first competed. You see, my story is a bit different. I I knew what bodybuilding was before I I started training, so I actually yeah. started to train to compete and I actually have to just play team sports to uh, access to a gym at the time so it's kind of like I did one to do the other but when I got injured I kind of just said you know what like I'm just going to do the bodybuilding anyway but my first show I have the only thing that's up there is the video the Irish muscle shot back in 2013 and that's it. I don't have any pictures. I don't have anything um, up until 2017. And even that, there's no stage shots from NABA. So, like, but I don't like necessarily, like, it's not that I don't like looking at them. It's just at the time, uh, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about yeah, it. Yeah, them. it was a different, different time. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose, like, with yourself, then after that first show for yourself, did you, did you kind of, uh, what going forward then, it kind of was a, a step up. Like you did 2018 and you did 2019. Did you yeah, know? I think um, I think I did 2017. That was the first. That was dipping. Yeah. That was di dipping the tall end. Hadn't a clue what I was doing. Brian got love him. Had a hard time. I mean, he did his best. But uh, that's when I met Roslan. Um, yes. Roslan, me, 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 good mate and me brother. He's, a, he's a, I consider him my brother. Uh, I've been with Roslan since since then. Um, and Roslan would have been coached by. You probably remember Thomas. Who used to win the over ninety, the big, you know, the over ninety class yeah, in RWD? Thomas, Thomas uh, Spernica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can never pronounce his surname, but yeah, uh, lovely fella actually. Roseland would have been very close to him, and they, so so Roseland had that that background at school, and Roseland won a few shows himself. So I knew Roseland through Mantis. Mantis was me, me mate, and we used to train together. So it was a natural progression for us to start working with Roseland. But that's when everything changed. I mean, the difference was 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 colossal in. The approach, yeah. you know, I suppose up until that, up until we actually, I never done an off season before. Okay. So, so do you know what I mean? I went into, we basically, we just, for, for, for 2017, it was just, I came to Brian completely raw. I needed to lose a lot of body fat that had yeah. been there for a long time. So it wasn't until, 
the 2018 prep season that it was, it was actually a full season where I actually bulked, you know what I mean, in the proper sense. Um, and the gains that we made that year were, were colossal. It was a big, big difference in one year, you know? Now, do you no. think, like, in my mind now, the reason I would say that you, you progressed so quickly was because when I first started training with weights, I didn't know what I was doing. I, I didn't have, like, my first few years were kind of all over the place, but, like, I responded well enough. Do you think because you had Rosalind and Mantis, you know, yeah. it, it, you skipped the bullshit and you got straight to the meat? Oh, yeah. yeah, no doubt. I mean, obviously, Brian is Brian's still a good friend of mine. Yeah. one of the most experienced guys in the industry. Um, but it was a press. It wasn't an off season. That's the thing. Like, it was a press. Yeah, we didn't. Like, we, you know, it wasn't. And, and going to Roseland, then um, Roseland is Roseland's a top top bloke. He's he's a mate. You know that kind of way. So he really it was him who actually pulled me aside after 2017. He was surprised how how much I just sort of deteriorated when I landed on stage. He thought I'd look a lot different, but he did say to me I was a bit down, and he said, "Look, Brian, you have well, a lot more potential." Because they'd seen what sort of weight I was throwing around the gym, you know. So obviously training with Mantis and being coached by by Ruslan um, was was a big big game changer, you know. Yeah, so. I mean Mantis Mantis came up. I think he was a year or two behind me as a junior. So, but he's a big kid. I'm like like there's not too oh. many juniors with legs like his, you know. Like yeah, like I think when he comes into his own, there's not too many guys who'll be able to stand with him, you know. No, no, I think uh, look, I'd be biased. I'd be biased, and people might ask you about, you know, in the sport, who do you think is gonna, you know, who who could be our next pro? And throwing that around sometimes can be met with people sneering. But for me, because I know him, I know what he's capable of. I know how strong he is and the condition he can get in. And having seen him now lately, actually, I don't think I've ever seen him looking as good as he does right now. He's working with Cuba, so he's sort of. Yeah. He's finally found that we're both actually ironically looking at the same thing. I'm working with Brian Ward now. Yeah. Brian's coaching okay. now at the moment, yeah. So, and ironically, we said Mantis were at the same sort of crossroads where personally I needed to decomp to get my body sort of, you know, insulin, you know, insensitive, that sensitivity. And start being, that, that's what we're working on at the moment and then try to start upping the carbs off season, you know. Yeah. That's what we're doing with Brian. But Mantis, Mantis nailed that on the head with Cuba. Um, he's putting solid field away now and he's 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 grown yeah. you know plus I mean, he's staying he's in shape 20, so. he's still he's what 23 or 20, 20 25 25 so he's a year younger than me yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. deadly deadly yeah no that's good but i suppose like you you kind of hit the sweet spot then like with, with, with that training uh partnership so i suppose like your training methods like i've always seen like it's a lot of weight but you obviously didn't start. Like, did you kind of realize, look, I mean, there's not too many guys squat. Like, look, not a lot of bodybuilders in Ireland would squat above four plates uh, yeah. anyway. I mean, so I, I suppose before you even started, like, bodybuilding, like, uh, did you let, like, was your lower body always dominant from the football, I suppose? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd, like, the boys used to call me tree trunks. That's the true story. True story um, on the football team. I always had massive legs, like monstrous legs, you know. And I was a bit of a lump, so like uh, I'll tell you this story. This is very, this is another true story. When I started training, I when, when I say I went to start lifting dumbbells, right? I went to it, I started doing kettlebell classes in Navin, yeah. right? Kettlebells, then TRX, and then there was one guy. He was a CrossFit coach. He just started this CrossFit, so 
um, I went to the class one night and he was doing sort of barbell work, right? Just sort of Olympic lifting. So he had a big chalkboard on the wall and he, you know, it was, you know, the biggest lifts of the day or of whatever was recorded. So he, uh, they were doing squats this night and I'd never squatted before, ever. So by the end of the night, I'd squatted four plates. The first time I ever squatted and that's a true story, you know. Yeah. Hold on, mate. Um, yeah, so he this. Sorry, we seem to have lost. Uh, stuff. Deadly stuff. So anyone listening, pretty much just little uh, little junk. Uh, just had to swap from computer to phone. But going off where we were going off, um, four plates, first squat, and uh, was it just the one rep? It was just the one rep, you did. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. <laughs> It was a horrendous, fucking sloppy rep, but I think you know I, re I realized the power was there, you know. Yeah. Um. So, um, I I remember seeing a couple of boys, these Polish boys. I used to see these Polish lads in the gym. Mantis will probably tell you the same. They were strong boys, but I was blown away by these lads squatting four plates, you know. Mm. So for me, it was like, yeah, I'm gonna see if I can have a crack at this, you know. So um, yeah, training was like that for a while on. I think, but but I, to be honest with you. It, it's it's great to be able to throw, you know, we, this this one rep max shit is no use to anybody as you know in bodybuilding. So, it, you know, you it, that's something I had to uh, address. Where our train and myself and Mantis were a bit guilty of it. So over the last two years, obviously, we changed a lot. You know, and um, I would have went. The big thing for me actually last year was going to work with Paul Morgan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, and Roseline obviously still being my coach, but. Rosaline, he wouldn't have time to train with you. So we definitely needed a bit of guidance. I needed someone to push me. Now we, we go hard in the gym. We, we leave it all on the floor. But uh, I wanted someone that's going to really fucking put me to the grind, you know. So, and obviously, you know, yourself you having weeks. Is that where you hooked up with Paul Hannigan as well? Like you and him were both working with Paul? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I knew Paul. I knew Paul, obviously. Paul is from Navin as well. And, and, and yeah. Paul, I meant, yeah, she mentioned Paul. Paul is another good friend of mine. And we sent Paul train quite regularly. So, but through Paul Morgan, then, um, obviously, we'd start to train with uh, Christian as well. So we had, a, we had a good thing going there. Probably some of the most productive training. And probably, probably one of the best years I had was, was that year training with Paul Morgan, who's an absolute gent. You know, he's one of the, one of the best guys in the industry. I don't know if you know him. But, uh, He's a, he's a top, top lad, you know. So, Paul would have trained he's me. Dude. He's a good dude. He is, man. He's a top, top bloke. And, and Christian would have been very friendly with him. So, I got to know Christian. Um, and then we used to train with Christian quite regularly. So, myself, Paul Morgan, uh, Paul Hannigan and Christian used to have regular training sessions, which was great, you know. It was really, really good, you know. Some really, some really, really good work was done, you know. Yeah, Christian, Christian probably thought... So, um in terms of what I learned through the years that Christian probably taught me around 70% of it because uh, he did prep me for my very first show and then when I came back in 2017 I did it myself so I did my own prep there myself it's my last year as a junior and it went well like it went well and then when I came back I had already done off seasons with Christian but we'd never done an off season into a prep so when I got into training, like, he taught me a lot in terms of, like, it doesn't just have to be 
I backed off the weight a lot with to tons of exercises yeah. I used to do. Like I, I got you probably got this. Like you, you get to a point where pushing weight, it just doesn't do it. Like you don't connect. No. Like no. For you, what did you think was the biggest change? I mean, like working with with obviously uh, working with you know Paul, working with Brian, working with Christian, uh, like training with Christian, I suppose, and then. Uh, you know, Brian, I suppose, like, in, in, how has the training evolved for you? I mean, what, what, what's been the biggest changes? Yeah, well, I mean, um, I suppose at the minute, ironically, I'd say it's probably, probably some of the best training we're doing because um, I think finally, you know, it's like, it's like you're here. I, I, look at people, I look at people like Mark Hudson. Another guy you have massive respect for, you know. I like, look at the way he trains, and Mantis would have trained with Mark as well. You know, everybody in the game sort of filters in the trains with different people. Like Mantis would have trained with Shane quite a lot, um, you know. So you, you you know you take different things from people. But at the moment, working with Brian Ward, um, we're doing a lot of cluster sets, yeah. um, and you know it, it's. I think I was talking to Brian Hickey about this. He he agrees. It's probably. He's probably seen some of the most productive gains he's ever had using this method, you know. So the training is involved on in the sense that, you know, we were like two two kids in the playground at the start. You know, you're starting out, you're throwing weight around. It then sort of, you know, foolishly became about lifting numbers and not about thinking about, as Brian says, you got to focus on the lines, it's bodybuilding. So, you know, I'm not a powerlifter. I'm not trying to be a powerlifter. I'm trying to be a bodybuilder. So I'm, I'm still working at that. Nice. But definitely... We progressed. We progressed to a point now where the training is making sense. You know, we are getting some really good, solid volume in. You know, and really, really getting some good work in. You know. Yeah. Now I suppose, like as we as we said, like you came back, you came back after a full off season of training. Uh, so what was the? You started winning some shots there. So it's like I mean, in terms of like, how did it feel to step on stage after like a proper? you know, productive off-season. I'd say it was a, oh. not prepared, like, it's a, Yeah, I got, it, it was amazing, man. I got to be honest with you, the RLBBF was the fourth show in 2018, um, and I placed second in that to Pat, what's his surname? Pat Curran. Great guy, Pat. Yeah, yeah, good lad. He's big. He's he out muscle me, you know? But, yeah, um, you know, going back to the year before, I don't know what people are like, but this is what I'm like. I... When I when I assessed that show in twenty seventeen and I looked at the photos, I, I was a man possessed to make sure I never looked like that on the stage again. So, you know, whatever whatever and I'm talking about myself and improvements that I can make. At the end of the day, it's all about whatever improvements that we can make, make ourselves look better. I'm not comparing myself to anybody else, you know. But I, I I was I was a man on a mission to look better. So yeah, when I got up on stage in, in 2018, it was it was a bit of indication for myself, you know, to be to be able to look at the stage shots for starters, you know, um, and to see obviously the progress that we made over that year, it was nice to see, you know. Um, then obviously 2018, we done NABA, the Masters, the following week or two weeks later, I can't remember, yeah. and we won that show. We won that show, so that was nice, you know. Um, Savage. I mean, like we we with the. You know, you've obviously gone on and you won the you won the Irish Muscle Power, and then 
Like, I mean, what did it like? I was actually considering doing that, but it just didn't line up right. It just didn't line up right time wise and stuff. But I mean, there was a bit of money for that as well, wasn't there? So it's like, you're what you got, got a bit of money, got uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people say, um, I mean, let's be honest about it. Like, you know, there was no one at that show, there was um. Matt Blaze, that shop Matt Blaze, good lad. Yes, yes, yes. He was there. I mean, but but I mean, it was there was no one there, you know. So, but I was glad in a way. Actually, it was one of the best shows I've ever done because um, to tell you the truth, down and man does tell you this as well. I've never enjoyed. I've always struggled on stage because the, the approach that we took, although Ruslan would have us literally inside out peeled, mm. and we ran diuretics. So we cut water thirty six hours before the show. And being yeah, genuinely yeah. honest with you, at, at the world's in Belfast, uh, I was just happy that I didn't fucking pass out on the stage. Uh, if anybody seen me there at the show, like Brian Hickey, I was lying on the floor outside 30 minutes before I got on stage, you know? So I'd never been, um, I'd never been at a show where I was pumped up backstage. I couldn't get a pump because we were literally so depleted. And that's not making an excuse. That's not trying to say, do you know what I mean? It's not, I'm not trying to say, you know, I, I, you know, you know, I, I didn't bring muscle on the stage, but yeah. genuinely, we were literally depleted to nothing. Do you, it was, think, it was, it was, you, know, do you think it was like too flat? Like, you, would you prefer to be not as depleted? It was the approach we took on. It was, um, yeah. although you see, although we were inside out, we were peeled. I mean, if you look at those years, those couple of shows, the condition was there, but we, ju we just sacrificed. There was too much. I mean, got to, if you think about cutting water mm. 36 hours out before a show, yeah, and you're running diurex as well. It gets to the point where you're just taking water out of the cells and the muscle. Yeah. So when you're when you're backstage and you're trying to pump up and you're not getting a pump, it's not good, you know. So where I was going, where I was going with that was at the Irish Muscle Power Show. Um, you took a different approach, different approach. That was actually the first show where, although there was no one there, I was actually enjoying the stage, you know, enjoying having a pump backstage feeling actually full you know so i learned that show in, in a lot of ways from me was brilliant because we finally saw the penny sort of dropped on and on, on just to get that peak right you know so that, that that was good it was a good show a lot of stuff came out of that like there was there was a cash prize um and they gave out sponsorship so I, I i could see that show really taking off i know the boys the boys behind the show there's a lot of serious lads behind it and they wanted it to be a success and i think I think obviously COVID fucked everything up for everybody. Yeah, yeah. But I'd say I'd say you'll see that show coming back, and I think a lot of people will have more interest in it. You know. Sure. I mean, like an independent amateur show that gives you a sponsorship and a bit of money, as well yeah. as being, you know, it's an expo. It's not. It's not a show. It yeah. is. It's an expo. So it's like I was looking forward to going to it uh, this year, even you know. But like as you said, with COVID. I suppose that's a good segue as well. I mean, like after, like what, what other shows did you, did you do the Worlds uh, after the Irish Muscle Power? Was there any other shows you did in 2019? Like, was that No, we, 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 we obviously were prepping. I was literally getting ready for spring. Um, so like everybody else, I was, whatever it was, seven or eight weeks ago, I can't remember, but, you know, uh, not talking shit either, but we were shaping up fairly nicely. Fairly happy with the way things were going. Obviously, I was making the step to move away from masters. That we were no more master shows. I was going to have a crack in with the big boys, you know, all these young flies. <laughs> See how I fared out against the young lads. But um, yeah, it was. We made the step to start doing, you know, class one, 
over nineties, that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, it was it, it, that was that was the next show on, but unfortunately, obviously, you know, God knows where we are now. I don't know. Were you planning on doing spring yourself? No, I, I had a weird one. I had um, I had clients. I was prepping a junior for. We're still kind of hoping, like like it's it was going to be this October. We were kind of pressing yeah. this October, but now it's obviously just going to lead into spring. Uh, touch wood, it goes ahead, you know. But uh, we'll, we'll yeah. see. But no, I I didn't have any. No, yeah, no, I was gonna compete in October. Yeah, I I remember I was like, cause I got I got my ass bet, like I came last, so I was like, yeah, fuck, I'm gonna come back and uh, just come in okay. <laughs> and obviously, like with COVID, not not nothing's happened. So, but it's good. I mean, I tell people this, you know, it gives you time to improve, and when when the shows do happen, it'll be stacked. Like everyone will be. Yeah. That's that is true. I mean, I think the next the next shows when they happen will probably probably be some of the most serious lineups we've seen in a long time. Probably the most competitive, I'd say. You know, which is which would be great to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like with you, like obviously stepping away from masters. Because uh, when I generally think of masters competitors, like they're usually guys who've done it for a long time, and it's kind of like they're kind of finishing off their career. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I got. With yourself, like you're, you're only beginning. You're growing. You're still growing. It's not like you're, you're not in the end at all. So it's yeah, like, it, I, it was, it was, it was one of them things on. Um, like obviously, you have to. We think back to the way twenty seventeen was the fourth show, which was a fucking catastrophe. So when we looked with Roseland at the next year, which is twenty eighteen, we made the decision beforehand yeah. to do. Uh, novice and to do masters, we just said, look, because you're, you, you know, you're, this is this is like your first attempt. You are over forty, but I got a bit of stick off a lot of people over that. A lot of lads were slagging me, like Davey Bourne at the time was saying, "What the fuck are you doing masters for?" But I said, "Well, I am forty, you know." So, um, we, we, I, I done the master show in twenty eighteen, and that the fact that I'd won that show, it gave me the opportunity to do the worlds in Belfast, which is something I wasn't going to turn up, you know. Um, that was a and, that was a good masters class though. That was that was, was, an, a, was an, it was an excellent class. Noel, I mean, to stand to stand on stage with Noel Kinsley was, was was brilliant. You know, Noel is a, an absolute gent, one of the, one of the best guys out there as well. You know, a lot of time for Noel, so it was amazing to stand with him on the stage and you know to to, stand, to you know something like, something I suppose I don't know about yourself, but I think we we all had the opportunity to get up there and represent. Ireland in NABA or BBF, whatever it is, it was nice to do it, you know. It was a good yeah, opportunity. So I mean I mean I did it. I did it myself. I went abroad um, twice uh for the PCA. Um which yeah. was great, you know. I mean it was like uh twenty seventeen was great and then twenty nineteen was you know, I just wanted to come in and not shit the bed like the last yeah. two days, like like peaking from it. Like, I, I kind of, like, I've no shame in saying it. Like, I wasn't in condition enough that I could have carved up. So what happened was when I tried to carve up, I kind of just retained a lot of water. And then I overdid it with the diuretics as well. So it kind of just, just didn't look great. And then for the last show when I went abroad, uh, Tommy Staunton stepped in and he kind of just, we didn't do any carbs. We didn't do anything like that. We just did a mild, a real mild, like kind of peak, and just came in nice and tight and dry. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Like, even though I didn't place, like, I placed out of the top six. I was like, 
everyone else was shredded. Like abroad, when you compete in the worlds, when you compete in like international level shows, you kind of see like people bring their A yeah. game, you know? Like people bring it's, them. It's good. Like I love yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big step up, yeah. Yeah. And I suppose, did you feel like, um, like you definitely, like, like the thing is, like, even if you went back and did the masters, like in a few years, um, you probably you wouldn't have the body of a masters. So, do you feel like you 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 could do both? It's just a shame they don't let you do more than one class in each show, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um, I think like you like you said, I think uh, there's definitely definitely a lot of progress been made in the last couple of years, and uh, it was Paul Morgan that said to me first, he's like, look, you're 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 done with. Yeah, Dome Masters, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Brian, obviously, Brian, Brian Ward is of the same opinion. We'd have, we'd have plans of what we might think we might be able to achieve. You'd hope, you'd hope to be able to be very competitive up, up there against them lads. Like, you know, I looked at, I was at all the shows, obviously, whenever there's a show on here, I'm the first one in line. I mean, I love the Sparks, even though I came to it so late. I literally love the Sparks. Um, and I seen Cottle winning Class 1, which was brilliant, you know. It was great to see Cottle up there. Uh, standing against Connor, you know, I know all these boys, and it's. Uh, I looked at that show closely in particular, and I thought, Jesus, like, I might get to be competitive against these lads, and that, that's what it's all about. I'm not, I'm not looking at it. I'm not looking at this. I'm going to beat this guy. I'm going to beat that guy. It's about how can I, can I, how can I fare in class one? So we 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 think we we can, you know, we can stand up there and probably bring a bit of muscle on the stage this time. Yeah. Lower half has never been a problem. The lower half's always been pretty good, so. And condition has been okay, so if I can finally bring a bit of tissue on the stage with me, um, you know, we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, see, I mean, that's the thing, like, a lot of a lot of older bodybuilders don't tend to have legs, you know, I mean, that's the first thing to go. Obviously, that's not your problem, so, I mean, for your upper body, um, did you have to train your, like, were you as strong with your upper body as you were with your legs? Um, initially, no, no, no. Um, the lower half, like, was always like, I mean, obviously, deadlifting will be a strong point as well. Although we never do it ever, we always probably focus on rack pulls and block pulls. Um, so, and during the lockdown, there, I think I just lost the plot and just started to try to lift as much weight as I could just to have a bit of crack, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Oh, no, upper body, upper body wouldn't have been a strong point at all. Worked on it, worked on it now to where the fact where at the moment I'm probably. Like last night, I was doing bench and flat bench and uh, four plates, moving four plates for 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 good volume, you know. So that's sort of where the strength is. But like I said earlier on, now it's really about owning the rep. It's every rep needs to be executed properly. You know, you got to have a proper approach and cut out the headless crap and really, really know what you're at. You know, and you, I, I need to be squeezing the life out of every session. You know, make them count. You know. Yeah. So. That's sort of where the, the mindset is at, at the moment. So, and obviously training with Mantis is a, is a big, big plus, you know? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, like, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about as well, well Vinta, is the training and nutrition side of things. Because, obviously, like, you're a tall guy. You're, 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 you're what, like, six foot, give or take? Or, six, 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 just, just six one, Alan, yeah? Six yeah, one. six one. So, I mean, in terms of the food, like you have to eat to fill up, fill up that frame. Like, would it be like, like, walk me through? I mean, like, would you have your first off season against this, like, neck, this current one, and like, I mean, working with different coaches? I mean, like, what did you find like um, worked best for yourself 
uh, in terms of the off-season approaches with the crew, I suppose? Yeah, well, um, what, what, what Ruslan, we obviously tried a couple of different things, but what Ruslan sort of discovered very quickly was that I could take a lot of food on board. Mm. And actually, to give you an example, probably before three weeks out from the shows we did with Ruslan, I was probably on 400 grams of carbs a day, you know? Um, so we, we realized quite early on that I probably needed a lot of food uh, to keep me going, you know? So it was, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of food. Now, I never got up to the levels, you know? I know Christian, I remember Christian was telling me that he think he was on something fucking crazy, like yeah, 1,000 grams of carbs a day or something. Yeah, he told I've me never been that before the universe, he was telling me to fill up when I was training with him. I was like, oh, like, how does it feel? And he's like, oh, I'm eating like 900 grams of carbs a day just to stay full. And I'm like, his issue is he stays lean all the time. Like, he's always peeled. So it's like, I'm just like, he doesn't need to do much to get into stage shape. He just needs to. Uh, ah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I've known him for over... I went to school with him, you know, so it's like I, I, I've known him years. And seeing him go from, you know, he used to be a fat kid, you know, seeing him go from that to, like, Mr. Ireland, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if he's training at the moment. I think he's just taking a bit of a break to... to yeah. Know, focus on I think he's, I think he, Yeah, I think he's still back a bit, didn't he? Um, but I, I, I know he was working with... Um, I trained with him actually a lot just before he sort of knocked it on the head. Yeah. Top bloke he is, but like he, he was he was almost cartoonish. Like yeah. he was car he was he was cartoonish. Like we'd be doing a bit of pausing after training, and you know he wouldn't want to take your top off standing next to the bloke. Like he just didn't look fucking. I, you know it was it, like I don't know whether the guy will ever come back again. I really hope he does because you know again you talk about you know we look at we look at Irish lads. It's great to see our, our pros and the girls as well. You know who 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 could be the next one to step up? I personally thought Christian was there. He was right there. He had all the tools to do it. And then when he started working with Patrick too as well. Yeah, I think he was just yeah. that, that. That's my opinion. You know. No, I so, agree. I agree. I, I would have said. I would have said he's. Uh, he could have done the two on twos. You know, he would have been a good yeah. one too. I mean, the conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he just he absolutely had yeah, the width. But uh, again, you know, I suppose he was telling me like just didn't. Uh, his issue has always been self belief, you know. Like I mean, like he can have us telling him like he's great, but like he needs he needs a bit of the uh, the self belief. Whereas like some people, that's that's a like some people think they're really good, and then they step on stage and they're like, oh fuck, I think I need to take yeah, a yeah. step yeah. back. So I suppose like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that that's what happened to me anyway. I kind of. Like, because my first open men's show, I was like, top three, I was like, deadly. And then it was like, you know, a bit of a shock after that. But um, we, we, I, I, I remember seeing you. I mean, I, I think it was, uh, yeah, it would have been 2017. Yeah. Did you do NAB in 2017 or was it yeah. or BBF? You done both, did didn't you? I did both, man. I did both. I did juniors. Um, I was, you I, did, I, yeah. It was yeah, good. I, 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 was, I, was, I, I was backstage, uh, obviously, doing the novice. Yeah. And... Uh, I looked behind me and I seen all these fucking big monsters warming up. I said, geez, who are these cunts? This must be the class one boys, you know? I said, no, that's the juniors. Yeah. It's the fucking juniors. It was you, I think, I remember Mark Hudson was there. Yeah. And you Giovanni. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was sitting in there. I didn't compete and I should have. I don't know why I didn't, but I went down to support Mantis. And uh, I remember seeing you, you know, so you, you boys were big lads back then, you know? Yeah. I mean, had a lot, a lot of tissue. 
a lot of the juniors, the problem is I have um, a lot of the juniors, like uh, I started in 2013. So I, a lot of the guys from that year um, are gone. But there was a lot more younger bodybuilders because there wasn't any other classes. So it was like back then it was just bodybuilding. Men's physique was a year old. Like it, it really was new back then. You had, um, and then just all the classes. And then for the women, it was pretty much, um, you didn't have classic bodybuilding. RBBF had, had its own version of it, but NAVA didn't. And then uh, you had all the women's classes, obviously. But on our end, like the feeder system for bodybuilding was junior bodybuilding back then. So you had 20 yeah. guys. Yeah. You would have huge classes back then in 2013. And 2017 was big. There was eight of us. And then I think it was like three guys in, in, in this year's show. As like, I feel bad for them because I'm like, there was more, like, I mean, I'm like, they all look great and everything, but I, as a competitor, I'm sure you're the same, you want to compete against more guys, so you can kind of, yeah, definitely, you know, you want competition, like, I mean, like, did you feel like you were, you know, when you did your shows, obviously, you know, you hop straight up to the internationals with the worlds and stuff like that, and did you ever feel overwhelmed? Like, did you ever feel like, you know, what am I doing here? Or like, how was it? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think just touching on what you said, Christian, Christian would have been, or I'd be exactly like Christian, or probably worse in that I would never, I'd, I'd be very, very honest and say that I'd never think of myself as I'm going to, you know, you know, you know, a bodybuilder is supposed to be a certain way. Yeah. Be very, very confident. And I'm going to, Mantis now, Mantis would be like that. Mantis is, in his head, he's going to win the show and that's it. But for me personally, I, I wouldn't be like that at all. So, you know, no, I, I would have been, yeah, I think, I think 2018 or 2017, I'd fucking shit myself on the stage. It was probably one of the most nervous things I've ever done. Posing as well, you know. You can probably hear the kids here. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so 2018, it was, I was nervous. So, very nervous on the stage in 2018. Yeah, definitely. Um, just to try and get it right, to try and look like you, you could pose and all the rest of it. So, yeah, yeah, would definitely, definitely would have suffered a bit with that on. Yeah, if I'm honest, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you know, you get, you get, you get, you get more and more comfortable with it in time. You know. Yeah, I mean, like mentally, like I mean, I suppose on my end, like I never get really nervous. I'm quite relaxed. So, like my my problem is this: it's like I would be a bit too relaxed. So the problem is, like, I don't. Um, I wouldn't overestimate myself or underestimate. Like, I wouldn't have the best. Like, I look, at the end of the day, I know when I enter a show, I have enough tissue to stand with the people. It's just condition. So I'm kind of like, I'm always, condition, yeah. I'm only going to be lean enough that I can actually do something. Yeah. So yeah. kind of what's happened to me is like, I look at all, that's why I don't like looking at the pictures. Because I'm always like, yeah, I'm holding my size up there. The biggest guy, like, 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 in class three, like in, in like every show I've done, uh, I've been up there. It's like I've never been out muscle. It's just been conditioned. So it's like I suppose mentally, when I do get in condition, I'll probably be thinking a bit differently. I'll probably be a bit less. Um, I'll be a bit more like Mantis. You know, I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna win. Yeah. So I've never gone into it going like I'd be more like yourself for sure. Up coming to the show, but on the day, it's always been quite relaxing. Like I've never really. Yeah, 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 definitely. What, 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 what is it with the condition? Do you think what's what's? I know. Why have you not? It's it's a uh, it's it's uh, the first time as a junior. 
it was time. It was definitely time. And I had a lot more body fat. So my upper body was peeled and then my legs were the rough wasn't a cut to be seen. Uh, 2017 was I prepped myself and I think the issue was I just didn't have the second eye. And then 2019, the first show, we didn't want to come in the field. We just wanted to get the qualification for the PCA finals. Yeah. So look, we had was enough to get top three. You know, like it wasn't enough to win. So because we wanted to keep the body fresh. But then what happened was I did my own prep. Uh, I left. I stopped working with Christian. Um, like we're still like very good friends and everything. But it was, I just wanted to do it myself. So what ended up happening was... Um, just didn't die hard enough, man. I was kind of like, you know, I thought I was going to lose a lot more muscle than I, uh, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but then I talked to Tommy, and then I remember it was about, it was too close to the shows, but I went keto. Didn't lose any muscle. If anything, um, you know, I, I, kept, I stayed strong. So I was like, yeah, it was just time. It was just, um, uh, I didn't have a second eye to tell me to do a little more of this or a little more, a little less of that. And yeah, looks something you need, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then for the peak for the for the show days, um, again because I didn't have somebody there to kind of just, you know, guide me that little bit, um, I over pushed it with the diuretic, so I actually held all my water for Napa. Uh, I took Lasix. Yeah, it took Lasix, and that kind of just held a lot of water. And then, um, yeah, for 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 the last show though, it was like no water was held. It was great. It was just uh, just uh, just uh, did a mild little diuretic up coming to the shows, and then um, just had some steak and asparagus, and that was it. You know, so yeah, I think yeah. I think next time it's just I, I'm actually working with Niall Kinson and now. Um, All right, yeah, Niall, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, not yeah. for the off season, like I said to him, like Niall, I'm fairly confident. In like how to do it, I just need you to kind of just say yes or no. You know what I mean. So he'll be the guy to kind of tell me if I'm in shape or not. And he's building yeah. a gym. He's building a gym in his house. So I was like, you know what? I've no excuse then during preps to like mess up because I can literally go to his house and just pose or whatever or train. So really, it's really just, yeah. it's it's great. Just, that's it, man. It's like there's no no secret. It's uh, it's just um. I know what I have to do, so it's like I know what I have yeah, to do. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be like yourself where I'm a big body, where I'd actually deplete. Like I don't deplete. Like I, I'm quite. I'd be the opposite. I can afford with doing what you did and just deplete yeah. down. Like if if anything, and you 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 hold you 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 hold at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I mean, because yeah. I'm I'm only five five, so it's like for me, muscle kind of just stick. Muscle does stick. It's just for me to gain a lot of muscle, it's hard. So like the off season, yeah. I'd push really hard with the food. And then uh, I'd, I'd be like yourself, like you need to eat, I'd, I'd need to eat a lot of food. But then to diet down, I can drop it to like nothing. And my, my, it works. So, uh, but I will try, I will do it earlier. Yeah. I think, did you find like with yourself, when you were dieting down, like how long would a prep for you have been? I mean, long or short? Well, the, 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 yeah, the, 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 can you hear me? It's just the pictures frozen, but I can hear you. So, 
Now you know it's back. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Back, okay. Um, yeah, so um, to give you an example, I suppose the Worlds in Belfast was eight weeks. That's it. Okay. Um, we, the, the first prep of Roseland uh, 2018, we did those two shows and that was 12 weeks. Um, so getting, getting in condition was never a problem for me, you know, and cardio is never the problem, but you could get in condition very, very quickly. The problem has always been just leaving tissue and losing tissue on the build-up, you know. You know, they say you can't, um, you know, you, you, earn, you earn everything in this game, you know, but you, you, you can't overdo it in prep, and that's something that we're guilt, I'm, I've been guilty of, yeah. is going too hard on a prep just to try and focus on the conditioning. And as I said, the approach we took on shows with our, just that peak week that approach with cutting the water. So, you know, no diuretics. I mean, if you think about that, no water for 36 hours and you're taking diuretics, I mean, you're, like, I mean, you're doing that just to stand up. Yeah, you feel like, it. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember on twice actually, it happened, in, it happened in RWBF as well, where I think I was last out to do my uh, routine. And there was only six in the show, so we walked straight back around and we were straight back out on stage for the comparisons. I was gone, I was gassed, I was dizzy, lightheaded, you know, and then obviously the Worlds in the Belfast was a similar experience, you know, so, um, yeah, definitely, definitely, that, that's, that's, that, that was an issue, you know. So condition wasn't a problem, but yeah. never got, never, definitely never got it right yet. Did you cramp? Landed on stage with did tissue, you, you know. Did you find that, did you cramp up? When you were that like depleted, or were you oh yeah, it was it was it was bad. It was it was I mean, seriously now no no exaggeration. The world the worlds was probably the most scary because like anyone that was there from the Irish team they would have seen me. I was lying on the floor in the hall in, in Belfast Hall. This is about thirty minutes before I went on the stage, and um, we took you know then after at that point we think we were having spoons of strawberry jam. You're taking the usual jellies and all the usual crap to try to get you a pump, but Backstage, remember chatting to Noel backstage. The lower half was great. We long, legs are always strong. We always look good, but just couldn't get a pump on. Just literally couldn't get a pump. Just so depleted and so flat. Yeah. Uh, you go out and you do your routine. And when in the comparisons, I remember Billy Vaughan was, Billy Vaughan was saying, I, I probably lost a lot. And I, I was, I should, probably should have done better on that show. Mm. But I remember telling Billy, look, Billy, I was, I was just happy to fucking stand up and not to fall over. And that's, that's, that's the truth, you yeah. know? So if you think if you're coming into a show and you're like that, when you should be focusing on hitting every pose and you know what I mean, focus and tension, all that sort of stuff, flexing, yeah, um, it's not a good way to be on the stage. It's not, it's not an enjoyable experience, you know. So no, I sure. think hopefully that, that that that's a big thing on now. The next time I compete is not to be in a position like that. Probably it is bodybuilding, so you know, yeah. it's great being peeled, but you have to bring some muscle on stage, so. Oh, for sure. I mean, like I found, I, I found on my end now. Um, I never really cramped on show day. I used to cramp up when I was in the depletion phase. And then what I always did when I did my own preps as a junior, anyway, when I when I felt, um, the irony is like uh, what I've learned when I started dieting was. It was a lot easier for me to get in stage shape when I was younger. And then when I got older, it kind of like, it's it's like my muscle won't disappear as easily. But on the other hand, I have to be a bit more harsh on myself to actually get in shape. So when I was like four years ago, three years ago, I was dieting and like the fact just stripped right off. Like now was I field on stage, I was probably about three weeks behind, but it was, it was still 
easy to get to three weeks if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Where, and I found because well, the only time I cramped up was when I cut my salt. I stopped uh, the salt and then I started cramping up. So yeah. that would be it. I mean, I'd always just have a little packet of salt just in case I did cramp up backstage and just neck that. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. Come out and take about ten minutes and be all right. So yeah. But I mean, on your end, like going into the uh, work with Brian, like Brian's very good with the with, with, with like he comes in. He has a like the last few shows he did before he got injured. Like he looked nasty. I mean, I was competing with him. I was backstage with him, and I was just like, "Yeah, that guy's in shape. He'll probably win his class." Yeah. Condition, condition, like him. Like his lads, you know, obviously Davey Bourne. Yeah. Um, I've seen, I seen the boys when they were prepping for shows, and I used to do a bit of posing with Davey, but Brian, yeah, Brian Hickey, they, the boys, them boys, them boys, them boys came in peeled, inside, yeah. inside out, you know. There's yeah. no doubt about it, yeah. And uh, obviously Cottle, uh, Cottle McConnell as well, is one of Brian's lads, still, still, still working with Brian, I think, you know, so. Yeah, yeah good, good stable of lads, you know. Yeah, and then working, you're, you're working with Wardy now, didn't you say? I'm working with Brian Ward now. Yeah, it was with Paul Morgan and um, Paul is Paul is a friend. He's a friend. He's a mate. You know, um, we 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 just it, it you know we just didn't uh, we never really got a chance to take off. It was more training sessions with Paul. I used to Paul used to train me, and uh, we know we we did all the, the usual stuff. Um, but then over the last I think before before the show in spring last year, I was back working with Ruslan. Ruslan was taking me into the show. And um, with with Paul, we just never really took off. Just times, and even even though although you could work with an online coach, Paul is probably one of the busiest blokes out there. Yeah, he's a he's a fantastic stable. And Paul Paul Hannigan was a very good friend of mine. Works with him, so um, it, that's all it was really, you know. And obviously Brian Brian Ward is as you know is a serious serious bloke, you know, fantastic yeah. bodybuilder. Um, I've obviously. I got to know Brian a little bit through lockdown, ironically. You know, you'd reach out to people, messaging them and stuff like that. So Brian is someone I've a lot of time for. He's a top bloke. Um, and, you know, having, talk, having spoken to him about, you know, about the game and what we might be able to do was, was definitely an opportunity I wanted to follow up on, you know? Yeah. So yeah. It, it's, in the early, it's in the early days, mate, you know? So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, would he be doing your... He obviously does your training and nutrition, does he? Does it all for you? Although, as I said, we had a bit of a bad, the last month I've had two fucking COVID tests. I was actually, I never get sick, touch wood. It's not something that, because uh, I was that sick, you know. So we we did a bit of stop, bit of stop start over the last month. But uh, out the other side of it now and we're starting to progress. So I think the, the, the main goal is to, it's just to recomp, you know, and then, then we'll really start pushing things, you know. Yeah. So um, yeah, you, it's, you, it's been good, it's been good, man, you know. You've had a few injuries though, haven't you, over the last while as well? Yeah, yeah, I've had a, few, I've had a few. Yeah, I've had a few niggles, and obviously, you know yourself, and people are going to say all oh, well, obviously because you're a fucking big weight around, you know. But yeah, I've had a few, but nothing, nothing, nothing that would stop you in your tracks, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but yeah, I, I was probably during the lockdown, as when most of them happened because I, I just got up in the morning and I'd go out and say, right, how much weight can I lift today, you know? I got to the stage where I had to cable toy weights onto the fucking barbell because there's no room for them. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we had a couple of niggles already on us just in the physio today. Yeah. Um, I thought I actually I actually thought I had a tear. I was squatting 
last two weeks ago is the last time I squatted and I felt something go up on my hip. Um, but as it turns out, it's just stress on the IT band, you know. Yeah, I've done so, that before. I've done that from. Have you? Yeah. I mean, I've I've done my. Um, yeah, talking about physio, though. I mean, you get like, let's say, like, did you find like you're the the thing is a lot of guys in Ireland don't do any form of treatment. I mean, I'm guilty yeah. of that. I'm very so. Guilty. So am I. Yeah. So am I. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Dano, so I'm, I'm, yeah, no, you work with Dano though, don't you as well? Like, yeah, I, I, I work with Dano. Um, the physio is it today is more logistically. He's in Navin, uh, right beside me. So I popped into him on the way home from work. But no, Dano, yeah, I go to see Dano regularly enough. He's Dano's a great guy, you know, top top bloke. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Dano does a lot of the uh, electro needling, and uh, he loves getting them knives out and hurting you, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah Dano, Dano's a great guy. I've, I've been to Dano a few times at a few few niggles and he's always got me right, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was very guilty of that for a long time. Probably even still, like you said, most lads, I could probably definitely up, you know, getting some t- deep tissue massages, stuff like that that I don't do, you know. Yeah. Um, probably probably should look into looking after the body a bit more, you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, for me, it's more of a, it's, it's like, obviously, like, I would ideally like to be able to get to Dano, but, it's again. I'm from Wicklow, so it's like I need to find somebody who's kind of close to me. And even what yeah, yeah. work, yeah. you know, it's like 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 I'd work in Dublin, but again, I'm like I kind of like lockdown was was a weird one, you know. It's like you know the way some people got like the first gym that I applied for, they took me on, so it's like deadly. But I'm also driving 35 minutes each way, and by the time I get back. Like it's taken away from my own training, so I'm gonna start yeah. for a gym a little closer to me just to set up basing. But you know, it is what it is with your, with your work schedule and stuff, though. I mean, obviously, you're, you're as I said, like you're, you're, you're pretty, you're a project manager, so it's like fitting the bodybuilding in is probably like with the food, it's probably been easy enough to do, or has it been a bit more? Yeah, easy? yeah, it's um, it, it's uh. I tell you though, it's it's obviously it's been a challenge right from the start. Obviously, like I I I I do a lot of seven seven day working weeks, late nights, and um, with no excuses. Like you always find, it, always get the training in. If I meant to train, I'll train. Whether it means having to do a late session or early in the morning, whatever it takes, you know. Um, but the field field isn't a problem yet because obviously you, you could be in the office a lot, yeah. and it's not a problem. There's not I never I never miss meals. That's never an issue, you know. Never always get them in. So probably a lot more difficult for yourself, I'd say, isn't it? No, it's it's grand. Like the gym, the gym's kind of like it's it's it's. I wouldn't be doing a one-on-one training, so I'm on a. I'm lucky enough, you know. It's like I wouldn't ideally want to do one-on-one training. It's not my thing. I'm more of the guy who, again, I was in management for years, so I kind of said, you know what, I want to get into gym management, and then eventually open up a little place. So yeah, me, I have a few online clients, and they kind of that would be what I would gear for. So because I'm not doing one-on-one PT, I can eat my food. It's grand. It's just office work. And admin, yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, it's, it's ideal. And uh, But the last few jobs, yeah, it was a pain in the ass. Like, so I, I kind of said, you know what, I, I, I'll just bite the bullet and get into the gym business. Because I suppose, like, I always tell people this, like, if you can't get, if you can't, if you love the body, though, you kind of need, you need to make it work for it. It's like either yes. be lucky enough that your job allows it, 
or yes. change it, you know? I mean, like, that's what I did. And obviously, you're in a situation where you can eat. So that's the main thing, I suppose. But uh, you have a gym in your gaff. Or what, where is that? Uh, did you just get a few bits of kit over the lockdown? Or? Yeah, yeah. Kind of working where I do. When I work in, um, I, I look after OPW projects for my company. So uh, we work with a lot of the Leinster House, uh, the Custom House, all these government buildings where I think we all knew lockdown was coming, but we knew it was coming a little bit sooner. So yeah. as soon as I got bored on that, I just started going out and buying a few bits and pieces from, it was MC Sport. I, I actually built me on squat rack in the back garden oh, yeah, as well, yeah. you know. So um, that was great, you know, because obviously I knew the weather was going to be good. We are going to be off for a bit of, bit of time. So, uh, yeah, I built the squat rack and then I bought just yeah, just a cable machine, you know, kind of a multifunction. It has cables on it. it you know, it has a, a low pulley grip. It has a lap pull down, you know. And then um, a, a chap actually reached out to me on Instagram, actually, uh, and, and he had a few, he had a bench and a few plates and a few dumbbells and he wasn't using them and I, I got them off him so yeah it's 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 a decent enough little setup like and I've got I got some I got some good work in there you know but yeah. I think that being said like and I wouldn't give out because you know like obviously you're you're affected now and so many people I know that are in the industry now are affected because of this lockdown like it's not easy so I never get like it's, it's brilliant to be able to train but I don't think you can be realistically you can't be training in the gym no I'm lucky um, no, I'm, I'm quite lucky uh, there's a local gym near me I'm not going to name it just because he doesn't want yeah, to don't, don't yeah so but, uh, no. but basically when he's in the building uh, I can train so like I can please, get please. workouts in a week you know and like what I'm going to do I'm just going to do like legs and then I'll just do like a couple of upper body workouts of, of, of some sort and you know what it's better than last time because that wasn't an option last time at all. You had lent out yeah. to the kid. Uh, but this time I think people are kind of just like, you know what, like there's obviously gyms that are staying open and you know there's all sorts of carry on going on. But like as I said, look I'll take I'll take what I can get. Yeah, you know? yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. And I'm lucky enough that it's it's extremely it's a body like in terms of the equipment it's 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 phenomenal. So like I can That's great. I can maneuver with that, but uh, no, with work, I didn't think I was going to get to train. I, I honestly, um, uh, just getting to Dublin's a no-no uh, at the moment. So this once this came up as set, uh, but with yourself, I mean, do you find it harder to get the mindset to train at home? I mean, I certainly did. Back in yeah, life. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'd be honest with you. I'd be, I'd be lying if I said otherwise. Although. I'd be driven enough, like I'd be driven enough at the best of times, you know. Yeah. But there, there was days there where it was a struggle. It was a big, big struggle to try and motivate myself to do anything. To be honest with you, and even when I was training, it's it, probably described described before to people. I felt as though I was only really operating at about fifty percent. Yeah. But that being said, um, myself and Mantis, we we we've 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 kind of stumbled across a place again, like yourself. I'm not going to name the place. Or even say where it is because it's. I don't want to do the guy any 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 bad bad turns, you know. But we have a spot that's completely off the grids. Mantis is nicknamed it the dungeon. It's um. It reminds me actually of where Doherty and Yates used to train. It has that sort of feel about it, you know. It started like a kind of a powerlifters. This guy had a gym and it was more a place where him and his mates trained. And uh, it's it's not really a proper gym to be honest with you, but it's it's kitted out like a gym. And um. That's where we've been doing a bit of work at the moment. It's completely off the grid. 
you know, it's well kitted out, has everything you need. So that's going to be a big, big plus to us, I think, you know. Yeah, I think, I think like at the end of the day, you know, this time around, I think people are kind of more willing to let people train and people are a little... Yeah, I think so. You know, yeah. Like just, 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 sorry, Alan, just, um, sorry, mate, sorry to cut across you. Just to, set, to, get, to give a shout out to Soy from uh, Westside, you know. Yeah. I think, I don't know if you heard, but I know people, you're always going to get trolls on social media. But I see, I see there was a bit of criticism going around that was some sort of a publicity stunt, but it wasn't known. So I think it was, it was, it was admirable that they tried to take a stand. You know, it's a shame probably that a lot more people didn't stand with them. You see, yeah. you see what, you know, Nathan Diashit and his place over in Liverpool and what they achieved, you know? So yeah, sorry, what you were saying, look, it's, it's like, mental health is a massive thing for people. I think people really underestimate that for what, for what the gym does for people. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, we, we know, everybody knows, but, it's 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 a huge thing for people just to get to the gym, you yeah. know, just for for a mental health point of view, for a well being point of view, yeah. and it just it just didn't make any sense that they they they, they took that away this time, or they didn't look at an option of how it might function. So yeah. fair play to the gym owners out there that are trying to keep their places function off the record, off the grid if they can, you know. Yeah, I mean, like on my end, like like I was kind of like, um. I work in a franchise, so obviously, like we 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 just shut pretty much, and we're not going to be open. And but there's also a case of yeah. have enough money that we can reopen. Whereas a lot of these guys, um, like they're independent gyms, so you know they're completely reliant on the members paying their memberships. And like if members don't want to pay their memberships, um, like I could see a lot of gyms going under, uh, for sure. Yeah. I hope. Shame. I hope it's not. The case, but I mean, like Westside's been an institution up there for for however long. I mean, I've been I, I used to go up every week, and um, but uh, I mean, like seeing that happen, and then there's a few like small gyms, like you know, all the semi-private places. Like I know for a fact that like, those those places are pretty much open because they can still do one-to-one training, and it's yeah. not it's not a commercial gym, so it's like they those guys are fine because they can still yeah. get guys yeah. in, but. Um, for the gyms that are just, you know, member-based gyms like Westside, and I'm sure there's um, a few other places that will end up shutting. I mean, but uh, it's a rough one, you know. I'm kind of like, I would have said the demographic that's being targeted is the wrong demographic. The guys in the gym and the girls in the gym aren't the guys going off to the big house parties, you know. No. So, like, we we, no. we kind of stick to it, you know. I mean, like I. Yeah. I still live, I, I obviously at the moment I'm at home, like I was kind of like 2020 was a wash, I was kind of looking to move back out, but uh, yeah. 2020 kind of put shitter on that, but uh, obviously look, when you're living with people who are, you know, even if there's a small chance it'll get out here or whatever, I'm like, it's not worth it, you know, so it's like, mm. but the gym yeah. was clean, the gym was spotless, huh? it's like we were, we were cleaning everything, you know, it was capped. Yeah. yeah. We would ban people if they weren't uh, being respectful. And I'm sure like I mean where you, you, you train like I mean what's your main gym? Like I mean when you're when you're training normally, what would be your main gym? Yeah, well um in Dublin, uh Westside. Westside would be would be the gym I, I mean there's some great lads training up there. I see the likes of um obviously Paul Morgan. Um, yeah. and then I see the likes of um you know this chap Wale, Wale, Wale. Yeah, he's a free. Wally. He's, he's a 
Oh my God, man! I see him and him and um, Geo. There's a lot of them lads up there. Him and that chap, Geo, you know. And um, they're well, is I think he's not. You said he's not competing, boy. He's a big, big lad. He's um, I think he's 21. I think he's 21 or 20. Like he's still young. He's so young. You talk about genetics and who, you know, who, who, who's next and who's next in line. But I mean, if that guy doesn't turn pro, I leave me fucking hat. Yeah. Um, he's a freak. He just looks incredible, you know. So yes, yeah, there's a lot. It's a great gym to train in because you see lads like that up there. Um, and it's obviously a well, you know yourself, it's an excellent gym. Christian used to train there with us as well. And got some good solid sessions. And you'd see boys coming and coming and going as well. Lads that train in other gyms that pop over on, a, on the weekend and stuff like that. So that would be the main gym. And then uh, in Navin then, obviously, and, and Kells, whenever I can get to them, I have two or three gyms that I'm a member of. Um, now we have this spot that's off the grid, which is, is, is really good, you know. Um, so, yeah, like you said, though, there's a Ben Dunn have a gym in Navin, which we used to train in, actually. It was actually a really good gym. Yeah, I prepped. I, I, did, uh, I did a couple of preps in uh, Ben Dunn's near me. And it's like, you know what? The equipment is always maintained and fixed. So I was like, oh, right, yeah. I did the job. Yeah, it's, it's like, that, you know, people might slag it and all that, but it, it was the place was spotless. I mean, it was well maintained. The showers were fucking pristine. They did obviously. I think there's some stupid rule where they won't have a dumbbell heavier than forty kilo, um, but obviously there's ways around that. In many ways, it's going to catch, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Ben Ben Dum's always a good gym, but he, that's he's not going to open again in Navin. I mean, that's gone, you know. And I'd worry, I'd, I'd worry genuinely worry about a few other gyms in Navin. I mean, it'd be interesting to see who can survive this, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm so sure. there's a few. Uh, times. No, it's a weird one. It's a weird one, but to be honest, like I, I think. I wouldn't be shocked if the gym's open in three weeks. I, I really wouldn't. But then again... Yeah, I, I hope so, yeah. I hope but so. I also wouldn't be shocked if, if, if it carries on. So I think it's kind of like, it's really just fine. Like, like at the moment, I'm not being paid by the gym. You know, I have to go under the PUP. And I'm like, at least this time I'm, I'm entitled because last time I was out yeah. of work, last time I was out of work, um, I got qualified to work in the gym business in March. So it's like the instant the lockdown hit, I was like, I was just stuck at home for 16 weeks. And I was like, fuck. But now it's That's like, cool, it's, yeah. it's handy enough. But at the end of the day, I think the the bodybuilders and guys who really want to, you know, grow and they really want to compete. They yeah. will always find a way. I saw Shane Cullen has a makeshift gym in his garage. Connor McGee has a gym in his gaff. I mean, all the guys have their own. Cattle, Cattle McDonough has a Yeah, yeah. yeah there. So I was kind of like, I had the option. I did have a bit of money saved. So I was like, I could buy some kit or I could just find a gym. And I, I went with the latter. But uh, yeah. I think definitely in future, I will do what you guys have done. I, I'm probably just going to get some bits and bobs, even just for... You know, some days you're you're not gonna get them. I mean, like I'm yeah, saying. yeah. I mean, it's it's actually it's actually been a, a kind of a benefit in a way because when obviously the gyms open back up, you know, there might be a, there might be a day in your routine where maybe it's it's kind of I don't know accessory work could be just arms. We I don't know we do kind of arms and or whatever the case might be. You know, so you can yeah. I've, I must actually send you. I must send you a link I have. I, I built a squat rack in the back garden. And I swear to God, I could have gone into business, man, when I'd done that the first time. I put up on my stories what you needed to do. I'm obviously a tradesman, um, electrician by trade. So um, we built a squat rack out of Unistro. But there's other bits and pieces you could do as well. So we were able to build a landmine. Um, 
and the rack is structured in such a way that you, you could do block pull or sorry rack pulls um pull ups the whole lot you know and this this yeah. material wise i think it costs about 70 euro yeah it's, it's, just, it's just the know-how how to pull it together you know of course so, um, like me and my dad me and my dad more so my dad he'd be he'd be a handyman like he's always done he's always built like in terms of building i built a pull-up bar um i just didn't have i just didn't uh, all the plates and, and back in the first lockdown, it was just extortion for what they were charging for a plate. Yeah, it was stressful, yeah. I was just like, no, I'm just not going to do it. But in terms of building a squat rack like you've done, I, get, I have the stuff in the in the shed. I have all the corrugated iron and I have, um, you know, if needs be, I can make it out of wood. But it's kind of yeah. like, yeah. there's always a way around things. And it's always, I thought it was great seeing like, oh, you guys make it because it's like, you know, it, it was kind of, you know, I just did bands. I didn't have any weight. So I was like, but I also knew that within a couple of months, I'd be back to where I was. So I was never too worried about it. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, you got something done anyway. Yeah. It, it did. And you know what's funny though? It's like, I think after the end of this, it'll kind of show like who really wants to compete, who really wants to, it'll pay off for the guys who end up pulling through and not pulling out of preps and everything. And, I mean, look, yeah, look at all the pros. I mean, like their shows have been cancelled and cancelled and cancelled. So. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, um, but I think, I think to be honest with you, I think if you, as you, when you talk about a bodybuilder, I think we're all cuffing the same cloth. Yeah. All the people that you just mentioned, I, I don't know anyone off the top of my head that I, I would say that wasn't doing exactly the same. Everybody, everybody I know was, was finding a way to get it done. You know. Yeah. Um, in, in whatever shape I mean you know you, you did it with what you did people people may not have had things at their disposal but you can be guaranteed they got something done you know so yeah I think definitely they're, they're the lads who I think it's going to be very very interesting the next time we see a national lineup on and some of the big big classes as you class one to three yeah. I think they're going to be they're going to be very very stacked you're going to have a lot of people chomping at the bit I think you know so that's what we definitely look forward to yeah, I mean, like Ivy Junior doing. Like, I think the aim is like spring. So I'm like, I, I just told him like he's twenty. I think he's twenty one. I think he's twenty one. Like, uh, so I'm kind of like, still has a couple of years. So I was like, but he's he's tall. He's about six foot one. So I was like, you know, he has a lot of filling up to do. But you know, he walks around hundred and five. So it's kind of like, if we can get him up to one ten and just peel him, you know. As a junior, you just need to be in condition to win the show. There's yeah. not really any guys who have a lot of muscle. <clears throat> um, and if they do, they end up they end up doing very well because they stick out like a sore thumb. So obviously, yeah, yeah. like Mantis, who was when he did his junior show, um, he was just a big, big and shredded. And then uh, obviously with Giovanni when he was a junior, he bet me and Mark. He leapfrogged over me and Mark because he was, just looks like. Uh, he was natural then as well, you know. He was a natural, and he bet us. And I was just looking at him like, ah, it's just. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I know. Not yeah. I, I remember. I remember the shows. I remember. I watched. The, as I said, I sat in the show in, in the RWBF, five rows in the front, and watched John stage. So I remember the show yeah. as well. And yeah. I remember looking at you, and you were looking at Jane, Jenny, Wiley, and I'm not just saying it, but looking at all of you, thinking, "Fucking hell, are these lads juniors? They yeah. can't be juniors." Yeah. Um, I so, went yeah, over, no. When I went over to the, because uh, the thing is, I like I'm 26, but like I mean, I've always looked 
older. So it's like when I went abroad as a junior, like nobody believed me that I was a junior. And I went on my own. I mean, I didn't have the money at the time to get a plane ticket. So what I had to do was really, really tough. It was like 14 hours of trains and a boat. So I was kind of like, by the time I got to the, by the time I got to my hotel, I was so, I had also tried water loading. So I was drinking uh, eight liters of water a day. So I was carrying around like eight liters of water with me and taking on these trains. And I got to the show and you know what? Look, it was a great experience. But some of those juniors, I remember looking backstage and I was like, they are some big fucking units. Now they didn't come in condition. But over in the yeah. UK, it's a different scene. So it's like, it's, it's just... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an eye-opener, isn't it? It's, it is. It is. When you see these lads up close, you know. I mean, you've, scary. Been, you've been to the Mr. Olympia, haven't you? Uh, yeah, we went over. Yeah, we went. It was, it was a, something like, like... I mean, I just said to you, if, you, if you'd have asked me in, in when I was 34 who Darley and Yates was, I wouldn't have had a fucking clue. But I had, literally hadn't... I didn't knew nothing about bodybuilding, so... Mantis would have been the kind of kid that when he was 15, he'd be in the backyard and hitting front double biceps and all that sort of stuff, you know? So, but yeah, when I, when I, when I got involved in the, in the sports, I literally fell in love with it, loved the sports. So obviously, you start to look at the pros, you know, and, and, and going to the Olympia was something that I, I, I was really looking forward to doing. So yeah, we got over there last year. It was a strange year, obviously, because uh, Phil didn't compete. Um, and it wasn't, it was a good few people missing. It was, it was great, I think, to see these lads up close on. It was un, unreal. Um, some of the classes, like I think, I think some, of the, some of the other classes were nearly more impressive. Like the 212 lads and the classic was, I mean, these boys were, I mean, they were almost like cartoon characters, as I said. They were unreal, you know. Yeah. But it was, a great, it was a great experience. And I think if anybody ever got the opportunity to go over um, and to do it, you know, it's, it's definitely something you should do, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I've, I've never seen, um, I'm trying to think, I mean, like I've seen a lot of pros, I've met a lot of pros. Like when I, when I was in the UK, I met, um, I saw Jamie Christian, uh, Jamie yeah. Jordan, and he just walking around, seeing him walk around. I said, he's still the biggest, like the widest, and for that height, I'm just taken aback. Like I have a friend who trains in his gym. He's a freak. I've seen, Kai Green when he came over here, uh, yeah. Freak, uh, Lee Priest after he won the Universe. Uh, God, I mean, I've met a good few guys, but I've never like seen them in that kind of quantity. It's it's always yeah. been, like they might be at a show because they have a client or something, you know, but they're never competing. Yeah. I've never seen a yeah. So I mean, like, never. what was it like seeing you on stage? Because I mean, like, I know it doesn't carry over. I know it's no. Like, I think yeah. If you if you look at them, I, I found that like that. I, I obviously I watched. I was watching some of the previous shows, the most recent shows, you know, Spain and um, I know the New York Pro was on Atlanta and stuff like that. So I, I found that it really does. The sport itself doesn't do itself any justice because it should be promoted in such a way. Now I think I think I believe they're going to do it for the Olympia this year. It's like you know if you're going to watch a Premier League match, you're going to see it's it's you know it's high definition. I, I've never looked at a show, a bodybuilding show, and it's, it doesn't translate. It's when you're looking at them in person at the Olympia, it's fucking unbelievable. You know, you're seeing these guys up close and they look amazing, but if you're looking at the footage, it just doesn't look the same. For whatever reason, I don't know. So I know this year's Olympia, I think they're going all out 
because of COVID as well, yeah. to you know to present people a proper pay per view package, you know, so yeah. you'll feel like you were in the show, you know. But that's yeah, to see them up close down. They did that. They did that up until 2006. So I actually have Olympia DVDs. Um, I have a few of them, um, and they they're like I mean they're as good quality as it would have been back then. Like I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, it's 15 years ago, you know. So I have the, but even that's better than the web, the bloody webcast they've been doing. It. It's just it's a shame because they have all this money. It's like why yeah. not reinvest it into what? Every other sport does, but hopefully yeah. it is yeah. really, really good. But uh, I mean, like obviously with the Irish guys, I mean it's been great seeing like Shane. Shane competed, and he'll be competing again in two weeks, I think. And then, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like I mean, of course. I mean, do you um, like I mean, in my my opinion, do you think the Irish guys have the ability to? Be competitive internationally. I mean, like, there's a few guys I think who can, but then I think as a whole, I think we have a lot of catching up to do. I think we're about five years behind. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think. I mean, let's be honest about. It. I think you know we are, you know, we are, and, and massive respect. I mean, huge, huge respect to all our pros. Like you know, um, I wish them. I'd love to see that boys. I'd love to see an Irish man at the Olympia or woman. Yeah, let me let me say that. But it would be amazing to see one of our own at the Olympia, you know. And I think it is achievable. I think we'll get there, you know. I mean, um, we probably are a good bit behind the States, obviously. The, you know, I mean, look at look at Eastern Europe, you know. You look at these lads, I mean, they're, they're just freaks in Asia, you know. They're massive. And I watched Shane. I mean, Shane looked amazing. He looked incredible. His posing routine was insane. Um, I don't so, think this was his main show. I think he was aiming for the British. I think this was kind of just to see how yeah. it feels, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I think hopefully he'll do well there, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think yeah, I think we are behind, but I think it's definitely why, why not? Like, I mean, we punch we punch above our weight in every other sport. Yeah. I think you know we've got obviously a lot of different in a different influx into the country now. They're all Irish, but different nationalities. Um, you know, and we're seeing. I mean, we had blessing obviously. Um, but I do. You know, I look at the likes of Wally and. I mean, that guy's an absolute freak. I mean, he's 21 years old. So, like, if that guy was able to get the next 10 years behind him, ticking all those boxes, I mean, he's a pro. That's that's a, that's a pro bodybuilder. And I think he could really go to whatever level he wants to, you know? Sure. I mean, I, I'd say next in line would be, I'd say Giovanni, once he brings up his legs, I'd say he'll be. Yeah. Yeah. He just needs to bring up those. The, just the lower half, but he, I mean, he's so big anyway and so bubbly. I mean, he just looks like a cartoon. Um, and I was training with him. In fairness to the lad, like he, me and him would train every week. Pretty much trained most weeks in 2019. For, for So he was there with me through all the preps. And then uh, his preps kind of just got shit on. But uh, I'd say he'll do quite well at the muscle contest if he's doing the muscle contest. And uh, I mean, there's a few sleepers. I'm sure there's a few guys. We're not thinking about that. Just I'm, 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 I, yeah, I've no, I've no doubt. I mean, you know, you have. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be biased again, but Mantis is a guy to watch out for. I think, I think in the next two years he'll do something. Yeah, I think he. I think he's stepping up now. I mean, he's. I think I'll, I'll probably stand on stage against him. If, and, and please God, 
you know, uh, the next time we get up on stage, he's gonna he's gonna be in class one. Yeah. You know, this that, this like if this guy puts any more tissue on that frame, he's gonna be hard to beat. Yeah. Because you know he has that freakish genetics. He's he's isn't Yeah, I mean he's he's Lithuanian. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's Irish, but he's from from Lithuania. You know. Yeah. So then, boys, I think I think they must put something in the parlance when their kids. I don't know, but um, yeah, he's he's you know. I think yeah, I think you're right though. I think we probably are being not not. I think maybe just not thinking about other people off the top of the heads. But I'm sure I'm sure there's other serious lads out there that are gonna. Yeah, I mean, you know, Vinny, Vinny, show Vinny, up Crane's another, Vinny Crane's another guy who I'd probably think to beat. I mean, give him yeah. a, another bit of time and he'll probably do quite well. I mean, he plays top seven in a pro show. I mean, that's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad old thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I suppose we're coming up, we're coming up to the hour and a half. So, like, I mean, just before we finish up, I mean, do you have any? I mean, obviously, do you have any sponsors or any people you need to kind of just give a bit of a shout out to? Yeah, I give it. I give it. I give a shout out to um, the lads up in NI Supplements up in Belfast who who looked after me, you know, um, since last year. Um, top top bunch of lads. Um, obviously with lockdown, you know, people can't maintain that sort of stuff. But the lads are, are top class and they looked after me. So big shout out to the boys there. Um, I've the butchers and having me me Gleason's butchers. Um, they looked after me for a long, long time. Um, Karen, my wife is in the air here, making sure I remember everything. Uh, another butcher's called Walter. So these these lads have been really really good. You know, yourself as a bodybuilder, so with the amount of money that we spend on 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 food, you know, so any sort of help like that at all is great, Alan. You know. Yeah, I used to work in the kitchen when I was a junior, so I remember um, I used to get all my meat wholesale uh, for my preps. Fucking deadly, it was great. It's like I could just get That's like class, yeah, it's class. But I suppose you know. That's deadly, man. And I suppose, like, would that be the sponsorship you got uh, from the Irish Muscle Power? Yeah, 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 it was, yeah. Um, biotech, biotech as well. Um, you know, th that came through NI Supplements as well, you know. So um, it's, it's the obvious stuff, you know. Um, but, but it was nice, I have to say. It was nice. It was great. The whole, that show, in fairness, like I said to you, was, was actually probably one of the best shows in that regard, you know. I mean, there was, there was a cash prize of 500 euro. Yeah. for winning the overall it's not to be scoffed at you know um, so I think I think knowing them lads um, they're, they're serious lads and they, these are the boys that would be like Dave Warner these are the lads that would be behind um, NAB in Northern Ireland as well yeah. so they're a good good bunch of lads and they're trying, they're trying to promote this show and trying to push it on so I think in the next five years or less that show could become could become a big show could become a show that people look at you know I think time was a problem though, and I think I think they realised that that they're probably going to look at moving it closer to spring. I think that's the way you might you might see that show now around spring, around just after NAB in Northern Ireland, you know. Yeah. So um, that's one one to watch for the future, you know. Definitely, Well, look, it was a delight having you on, man. And as I said, look, I'll, I'll send My you. Boys, man. I'll send you a link or whatever when it's up, and uh, sure, look, I'll have it up by Monday anyway. And, uh, Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks very much. Look, I'll see you on the circuit once we fucking once it starts up back again. You know. Uh, yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt, no doubt. And look for everyone. Thanks, Alan. You're a gentleman. Appreciate appreciate the chance to come on. Much appreciate it, man. All right, and with Cheers, that, bro. we are.